Well, welcome to uh, Black Men Speak. That's a podcast that highlights ordinary black men doing extraordinary things. I'm your host, uh, Keith Dent. And I know probably most of you are um, watching the St. Peter's game right now. Uh, but, you know, in between halftime, you know, make sure you'll tune in because we have a very important um, show that we're going to talk about tonight. You know, it's, I guess, the first full week of spring. And, you know, spring is always about uh, rebirth, revitalization, and renewal. And today we're going to discuss um, a way to for our communities to kind of revitalize itself uh, using a financial platform. And, um, you know, and but before we can do that, we must really understand how it works and how we can leverage it. Uh, leverages power for our benefit. So I'm talking about NFTs and really cryptocurrency. Um, in a 2021 Harris poll, it stated about 16% of adults are actually um, investing in cryptocurrency and NFTs, um, but 23% of um, African Americans are actually um, delving into this medium, which is actually higher than uh, than white Americans. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, you know, NFTs stand for non-fungible tokens. Now, anything beyond that is a reason why we have experts on tonight or enthusiasts, I'm, I was told that they are, not experts, enthusiasts. Um, but also creatives need to really understand this so they can passively use this work uh, to sell, but also and invest in. So to help brothers like me, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, understand uh, what it is in this new medium, I'm talking to a friend of mine, Amaka Chedu, which goes by the name of AR, which is his digital name, and Nasid Gifted uh, of PBS Media. Uh, PBS Media is an innovative graphic media company that partners with the community to raise awareness and social consciousness through creative projects. They have offices in New, in Newark, New Jersey, and Edison, New Jersey. So I'm going to bring them up right now. Um, Nasid Mecca, or AR, I'm going to have to get used to that because he sprung that on me right quick. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, doing great. Great. Um, so yeah, so let's let's really get started. I know I, I kind of, for a tongue tongue in cheek, uh, I titled the um, today's shows "Where Can I Buy a Blockchain and <laughs> NFTs?" But of course, you can't buy a blockchain. Um, so I really want to, but I just tongue in cheek because you know if you talk about that in the community, not really. People are not necessarily going to understand what it is and how it works. So, but we're going to start first with NFTs. What are what are NFTs? And explain that. I know they're non-fungible tokens, but give me a little bit more background. So, uh, I believe uh, AR got kicked out for a second, and um, he'll get back in. But uh, non-fungible tokens, non-fungible 
tokens or uh, what we talk about, um, any IP. So we talk about any IP that is basically a unique digital asset, right? Uh, that belongs to you and you alone. So when we talk about like, let's compare it to the music industry. When we talk about artists owning their masters, that's what an NFT is. So that is in the most popular NFTs right now are your artwork, music, and any of those other type of projects, and even tweets. So we talk about videos. So any digital asset can be an NFT. So that is uh, what NFTs are in a nutshell. And being able to, um, you know, when we talk about financial literacy, uh, establishing legacy, that's where the whole market of NFT comes in. Okay. Okay, great. Um, and so how do... So how do you actually get it, get to the point where you have an NFT that can be sold? I think you're on mute, Mecca. Person. Okay. Great question. So, so, so as uh, Nasid put uh, put it out there, uh, NFTs are their assets. So. So in the same way, we would have uh, our home and that that asset is uh, part of an open market. NFTs are, are simply just digital forms, right? Digital assets. So that means that they have rises and falls in value. They're holders of value. Okay. So okay. in terms of uh, in terms of uh, being able to uh, exchange that's done through uh, a, a marketplace and the blockchain acts as that uh, particular marketplace so now some of the more part uh, uh, some of the more popular marketplaces for nfts uh, include uh, ethereum okay hmm. polygon solana and, and many, many more that are rolling uh, out there right now. Uh, they're well over 18,000 cryptocurrencies. And each one of these cryptocurrencies uh, solves some sort of problem. And some of these uh, cryptocurrencies are focused primarily, well, the technology is primarily used uh, to execute what we call smart contracts. So a smart contract is what uh, connects your IP to the blockchain. So in essence, if I want to send, uh, so if not see, uh, if, if you want, can you show your IP? So, so brother Nasi has a digital, has a digital comic, right? He, he has full rights to that comic, the, the, the name, image, and likeness to that comic. And it, and, it, and it becomes unique once it's put on the blockchain. It'll have a, a unique number. It will have a digital, it'll have uh, the start of a digital ledger. And then that digital ledger, uh, once Nasid puts it on the open market for sale, I can come in through uh, some very popular marketplaces. So the main marketplace you'll hear right now uh, is uh, OpenSea. So, uh, okay. so OpenSea again is is a very popular NFT marketplace, and all you're simply going to do on OpenSea is 
you're going to put a bid in to purchase or or if uh, brother gifted said let me go ahead and uh offer one ETH for for my digital asset and and from there what i'm going to do is i'm going i'm going to uh i'm going to accept his bid and electronically the ownership digitally transfers from uh Nas brother nazi's wallet to my wallet oh i see and so if there is some negotiation uh, so let's say you um Nasid's book was he put it out there for let's just say a hundred dollars okay and um we would go back and forth or if i felt the value was more let's say it's a hundred let's say it's five hundred dollars yeah. and i or back and forth or if i offered 100 he said well it's worth 500 and we met somewhere in the middle then that transaction would go forth on this on the blockchain. Okay, yeah, I'll let uh, Brother Nasi pick that up. Yeah, so you you are absolutely right with that. So for the most part, what happens is, uh, you know, for for my for my older generation, when we think about uh, collecting comic books, right, and uh, baseball cards, mm -hmm, let's yeah. let's think about I that. I collected those, and, <laughs> and yeah, so when we talk about uh, the blockchain. We, we think about that certificate of authenticity or that, um, what is it, what is it the, the gold label for uh, the value of your um, particular um, comic or, uh, or, or yeah, certificate for your comic or, or uh, baseball card, okay. for instance, right? So there is a certain blue book value that comes out for that. Now the blockchain, is the ledger that captures that um, information for how much what the value was or what it was sold for, right? So within that, you have like OpenSea, which which would do almost like eBay and have where you would have a bidding, and then of course it's up to me because if it's multiple people that um, are interested in this particular um, NFT, you know you probably go with the highest buyer or, or whatever the case may be. And then from that point on, the blockchain captures the fact that you are um, the particular owner of this NFT project. And then uh, there is built in with, within these smart contracts, which a lot of people don't know, there's a royalty that's built into it. So even though you sell it, there's a certain royalty that, that kind of comes back to you. So that's your residual income that, that you know, your, your royalties that, that constantly come in, just like just like if it was a sitcom and you was on a sitcom and, and it was syndicated and they put it on a couple of networks and everything, you will constantly, constantly uh, get those uh, royalty checks, you know, with regards to that, regardless of how many times it's been sold. Mm. Okay. But with that, Go. Did you have add something to add, AR? Oh, can you can you uh, repeat? No, I, did you have something to add to that? Oh no, so brother Nasib. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, yeah, not no. Nasib was uh, uh, totally on point with that. Okay. Uh, the, the the one thing I would just like to add with that is uh, we mentioned it before with the. Uh, the technology uh anybody in the world could see that transaction because it's on a public blockchain so um 
we talked, you know, earlier in the show, uh, that digital ledger is simply your bank statement every month, right? But now this bank statement uh, simply um, simply is made available and it's public for, for people to see. Okay, so, th but that's that's fascinating because what it what it says to me is that so if I'm an artist of any of any kind, if I can build some sort of momentum and sell my product on it um i will always collect money correct if it gets sold um if it gets sold again and again correct. uh so is that um is that one of the reasons why i guess nfts are gaining more in popularity than in cryptocurrency I think a AR froze. Nasi. Yeah. So, so what he was uh, referring to is how this technology is going to disrupt uh, what's going on in the industry currently. Um, when we talk about independence, uh, and we talk about the gatekeepers. So um, when we talk about the music industry, we talk about the comic book industry, any of those, uh, uh, even the movie industry, you know, there's a certain level of gatekeepers. Um, so what happens with this is that you actually have access. This is the first time in, you know, uh, our particular lifetime that we would actually have access where the entry point is, is minimum for, you know, um, people uh, who look like us. You know, so being that if you do grab traction and be able to uh, put your um, IP on the, these particular uh, on a blockchain um, and then you already have a following behind you, you know, it could very, be very lucrative for you. And then you don't have to give away your rights of ownership so that 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 becomes something that's super, super phenomenal. And then when we talk about generational wealth, developing a legacy and then not selling yourself short, you know, that is uh, something that, you know, is super, super important when we talk about the blockchain, when we talk about NFTs and everything. Um, but, you know, just to give you some statistics, like uh, Fortune.com in February reported that people are just buying and flipping NFTs, right? So they're buying and flipping NFTs at for huge, huge profits. So a lot of people are trying to enter the industry because they hear about this flip. You know, people are making millions of dollars, becoming um, crypto millionaires and all of this other stuff that's going along with that because of these these flips. And because the market has been so active over the last uh, last half of the first half of 2021, there was about sixty four million dollars in sales for NFTs. Right. Mm. That. For the second half, that's in the beginning of 2021. In the second half of that, it, it, it jumped up drastically to $750 million um, in the second half of the year. So you can see the potential. And now they're already talking about how this industry is going to be, this space right now with the NFT market is $41 billion. You know, So where are you within this particular space? Well, that would be interesting to even start to think about because now when the numbers start ballooning uh, and and we start to get in, get in the marketplace, 
uh, which one of the um, uh, one of the my Tim Davis, who's a good friend of mine, you know, until the government regulations start. Um, so with that said, just a couple of things. How in the black community, is it possible that this could revolutionize the black community? And if that is said, I mean, if that is true, um, what do we need to start doing in order to do that? Okay. So first off, to begin things, I am not neither Brother Nasid, we're not financial advisors. First and foremost, right. we want to be clear with that. Uh, this discussion is one one amongst friends, and we're here to educate ourselves. Uh, with that being uh, said, uh, there, there was a recent executive order, right, from the federal government, from the White House, um, and, and it's titled, and folks should Google this, because this is pertinent for our community. It's the Executive Order of Ensuring Responsible Development of Digital Assets. Okay. So some years ago, or about a year or so ago, cryptocurrency was uh, defined uh, by the IRS and the SEC and the Howey test as, as being a, um, as being an as being a security now once it became a security we living here in in the states know that regulations are required right and it wasn't until as of top of this month and uh, um, and actually there was some legislation by the sec last month that that were groundbreaking because now the the tech the crypto as well as NFTs, as well as their respective blockchains, now have to fall when when you're in the U.S. It has to fall under this um, under this uh, governmental um, uh, uh, re regulation. So now that changes a lot of things. So the first thing I would say to my community is just three things. Number one, please look before before you leap please do your research, okay? So what does do your research mean, okay? There, there are, um, just like in any market, uh, like your US market, you have uh, different uh, communities and, and different uh, sources, which you can begin to start uh, peeling the onion and, and, and really just trying to get uh, some familiarity around that particular blockchain. So my recommendation would be each and every morning to start going to uh, sources like, uh, uh, crypt, uh, I'm sorry, to go into sources like coinmarketcap.com. That's coinmarketcap, all one word, .com. Uh, another one would be coingecko, and that's all one word, .com. Mm -hmm. And those are what we regard as uh, 
indexes and they they really give you a uh, a good summary as to how many crypto currencies are out there in the market what kind of exchanges that we have so my first point again do your own research so just so just uh, just to before you now see you go on just going on coinbase and buying a couple of crypto is really not not really to do you should really do research on that okay i mean and and then just based off of what um brother brother ar was just talking about there is five key factors that you will look for to to see if it's a valuable or even worth investing in um uh nft so these, these are five key factors so you want to look at uh, if it has utility, right? And I, I have AR going to go into these factors a little more. So utility, uh, the founding team members, um, community, you know, uh, association, and then the ARC. So those are the five key factors to uh, when researching a promising NFT project. So that's utility, the founding team, community, association, and ARC. So those are the five key factors, and I, and I let um, AR jump into it uh, and go in a little more detail about those key factors. Yeah. So, so with with those factors, uh, the the first one uh, being stated was was around utility, and when when we say utility, we're talking about what's the underlying value, right, to to the holder. So uh, for us, we, we so I, I always have to relate it back to something we know. So if I have that Michael Jordan card, let's say it's that Jordan rookie, mm -hmm. right? And it's two decades later, he's, re he's retired. Uh, the value of that card is not only a sentimental one, but to the market, I bought it at $2 to the market. It's now a $100,000 card especially if I get it authenticated. So, so the market dictates uh, utility, right? And at the same time, uh, these respective blockchains, uh, they, they, they do certain things to incentivize uh, the holder because, because that's what you want to do at the end of the day. You want to make your customer happy, right? So uh, utility, again, being a, an important factor, you know, when, when trying to pick a project. Uh, the, founding the founding team is back to what uh, the executive order talked about. Um, you have a lot of digital assets that are being created that uh, are tied to scams. And uh, just as much as there, there was um, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of uh, strong activity in the market and, and, and you, it had its rises, there was also a lot of increased risk because you had some of these the yeah, I'm losing them. Uh, you, 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 do, you, do, 
you're including research by, by asking the right questions, finding out about those members, finding out if they had other collections, finding out if, uh, if people that are, may also be holders with you, how they feel about the project. Unless you're really doing that homework, um, you're, you're at risk, right? You, you know, you could be at risk for that respective project. Uh, the third part was around community. And, and, and again, it's just simply back to um, these online communities, right? My digital name, they are. Yeah, I think he, uh, Nasir, I think he froze again. Can you hear? I can, I can hear you. It's, it's, it's through these communities that uh, we. Can you hear me? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. So just to, just to uh, just to pick up on the uh, community piece, it's it's very important that we uh, we have assets have digital assets that we're comfortable with and other people are comfortable with. Um, so community is a very very important thing. Um, it's just like um, in your U.S. markets, and we we look at the management team. So so that group of uh, managers, all all are coming from different backgrounds and bring or bringing in different expertise. Uh, that's important for for a holder because these are digital businesses essentially, and you would want to make sure that uh, your value right? What you paid for that asset is protected, right? And, and, and the, the, um, the community, which is collective really in this case. Um, so that means that I equally have stake in, in this thing. The, the developer should have equal stake in this thing. Um, we should all, you know, make sure that the project, um, keeps its integrity and long-term uh, the, the idea is that, you know, it will rise over time because, you know, we're doing the right things. Uh, the last two things, just to wrap it up um, with the association and the art, uh, simply put, um, this is IP and it's important because we're, we're creators, right? There's no other time right now 
um, where we can we can jump on a decentralized platform and have true peer to peer um, true have true peer to peer uh, transfer, right? Um, there's always a middleman. YouTube is a middleman. Twitter's a middleman. Uh, these um, publishing companies, middlemen. So they're all getting their piece. But now it's just the creator, the blockchain, and then the uh, the buyer. And no other time in history uh, we've had something like that. And that's great. But it's really safe to say you really need to have or do your research and your education before you dive into this investment platform. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the good thing is uh, that there are communities out there that have formed uh, in the digital sense. And uh, in the future, it's going to be back to us as uh, folks that are these enthusiasts and, and growing experts in the space to begin to locally uh, start establishing uh, different boards and councils uh, with, with, with uh, you know, with all the stakeholders, the banks, community members, um, you know, our, our political leaders, our entertainers, um, any and everybody needs to be at the table right now to begin to understand, uh, you know, and, and map out what their involvement is going to be with uh, these uh, digital assets uh, going forward. So I agree with you, Keith. So, um, but one thing that's interesting is that our, in our communities, our relationship with money. Oh, yeah. Yes. So <laughs> we, Fear. by and large, we, we don't have a real, I, I guess, a real great relationship with money. I mean, we did, there was a Black Wall Street mm -hmm. and our community did well. And then, you know, that was destroyed. Mm -hmm. And we know the state of our, you know, you know, our black communities now, some are thriving, but a lot aren't. Wow. So how could a, a community really come together to try to use this asset to really build up the community? That's, that's, that's a great question. It's, it's also a, a, a very complex one. Uh, uh, you're 100% right. Um, our communities have uh, gone through uh, centuries of, uh, of being exposed to different trauma and uh, experiences that um, at the end of the day, it, it, becomes, um, it becomes something that some or a lot of folks just may end up ignoring or, or just settling and thinking that, you know, ownership isn't for me. Um, what I will say to you is, um, at no time ever uh, could we ever stimulate our community and embrace something that um, that we have equal footing in. And, and and again, the barrier for entry—you don't need a four-year degree, you don't need a, you know, a two—you don't need a two-year degree. You simply need to find these communities find enthusiasts, find, um, and take, take your time with Google and, 
uh, some of the great media out there. We, we call uh, YouTube, YouTube University, right? And, and, and just start asking those questions. And trust me when I tell you, just through, uh, just through self-discovery, you're, you're gonna learn more and more each and every day about this uh, phenomenal uh, technology, but more importantly, um, the empowerment that it's gonna bring to you you're going to be able to transfer it to your family and, and outer community as well. So, yeah. And with that said, that's great. I'd love to hear your story and actually how, then how did you, the two of you get started in this medium? Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> so, so for me, it, it actually started um, coming out of a single parent home. Um, my, my mom was uh, she's West African. Right, so she's coming from a foreign place and she established herself here in the States. Um, I didn't know, I stumbled onto assets through baseball cards, uh, basketball cards and comic books because I, I, I discovered way back when that they hold value, right? We talked about right. it. Yeah, so, yeah. so I started, so my first NFT was uh, actually an NBA Top Shot. Okay. Okay. Which yeah. And which one? Okay. Um, you know what? My first one, I was supposed to buy top of um, <laughs> November of uh, 2020. I was trying to buy a Luka Doncic, right? Okay. So Luka was hot. It was only going to be like maybe eight or 10 bucks. Now, mind you, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Um, the purchase didn't go through, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm uh, putting my credit card in, and um, you know, not to get all uh, deep with it, but uh, there's a part where you you have to buy crypto. To, you need cryptocurrency to buy the NFT, and for whatever reason, um, my card wasn't. Um, it was a Mastercard. It just wasn't accepting it. So it wasn't that card, but I think it was a Devin Booker that I ended up getting top of the year. Mm, and, okay. And yeah, yeah. And that market started to to rise. So I had physical cards that I I was always, you know, uh, I, I I always liked, but then these other cards just started to rise. And in the physical card world, we were having million dollar uh, transactions happening, right? Uh, Giannis on a, on a, Giannis, yeah. uh, Luka Doncic, multi-million dollar cards, uh, LeBron, a lot of the top stars, their values were just rising off the roof. And equally, some of these NFTs created, uh, it, it created, uh, these overnight, uh, NFT, uh, millionaires, right. In that respective market. So it, it's just an example of just being being in the right opportunity at the right time, mm. right place. And um, and for me, the homework was actually done by a small community that I was a part of, which was in the card collecting um, uh, space. So so uh, so so it's safe to say you you'll be rooting for Devin Booker to win the MVP uh, and, as well as that, <laughs> as well as the championship. <laughs> Listen, Devin Booker is, uh, yeah, he he's he's special. He's special. Okay. I'll definitely say that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, 
So I'm glad you, you went over, you know, what you needed to know. Um, and I think if Nasid wanted to jump in, you know, cause he has a also unique story on how he got in. I'd love to hear that as well. I mean, for me, uh, a lot of this came from uh, investing young. I mean, collecting comic books. That that was my first thing. Um, and then found out that they retained value. I, di I didn't do baseball cards, but I did used to collect comic books. And then I passed my collection down to my brother. So in my early 20s, I did do some um, stock investment. So I looked at this stuff as stock. So just like how you would research um, particular companies for stocks, you know, doing the same thing with NFTs. And I learned a ton, a ton of information. It's like it's like jumping on a wave, right? So I, I learned a ton of information from AR. So um, Mr. Chadu gave me gave me the crash course, and then from that crash course, um, I did my own research. You know, ended up buying my first NFT, and I was already doing research for the NFTs because we have our own graphic novel series. We have a number of IPs, you know, as far as animation um, and everything else that we're doing, and being able to move into that space and be able to leverage it. So that was. Uh, that was my origin story, you know, with regards to how we got into NFTs and then understanding like stock market and everything. And, you know, of course, buying low, selling high, you know, uh, the entry point, um, the entry point is is a lot different for this for uh, to be able to access wealth. You know, so for anyone who's buying, um, you know, uh, beer and cigarettes every week, you can use that same money and get, you know, get an NFT, you know, um, uh, not, of course, not more the popular ones, but some of the ones, the projects, they do pre-launches and, and everything else, you know, uh, according to that. But of course, all of that comes with your research of stuff that you're doing. And it goes back into the whole flipping thing and understanding, you know, who's associated, you know, that those five key factors of, uh, you know, the things that key factors that you need to know um, when you're looking to invest into an NFT project. But my, my knowledge of the stock market uh, comic books and everything is how I really kind of entered into the market and now leveraging that same information and the same uh, skill set to be able to determine, you know, how to, to purchase NFTs and everything as well. Great. So um, if for any individuals out there, if they have, let's say, $100, $1,000, or if they're really rolling, uh, $10,000, what are some NFTs that they should look at, or at least, um, you know, delve into and find more out about. Okay. So once again, we are not financial advisors, so we want to make sure we we'll, we'll make that disclaimer. There's that no disclaimer financial right advisors there. here. <laughs> but um, some, some projects that we are definitely excited about, uh, we, we were looking into uh, Meta Knights. So Meta Knights is a, uh, is a phenomenal project. Uh, Metaverse Slam. So Metaverse Slam, CryptoPunks. Um, crypto punks, you know, is more on the higher end because they're more established. Uh, and then you have, you know, uh, NBA Top Shots, uh, Sandbox, you have uh, Axel Infinity. And then, of course, um, Mr. Mr. AR, he got a ton of others. But those are some of the um, projects that I know we both collectively kind of talk about. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll let him chime in and, and kind of give some of the insight into some of the projects that he's decided about as well. Those are the ones we collectively talk about. Uh, he has a couple of others because he goes even deeper than I do um, in this space. So just to be clear, those are actual companies 
those are actual the, NFT projects. NFT projects. So, so okay. those are the projects that actually have NFTs, which for some, for depending on the actual uh, project, that may be the company name or that just may be the project name. It all depends on the um, actual oh, uh, piece. Like I know the big one was the gorilla one where that, that okay. blew up. That yeah, board, yeah, Board Apes. So Board Apes and CryptoPunks is under the same company, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so they're under the same company. Um, so, you know, that, that's why I was like, as far as the project is concerned, and then you can look at the company because they, they put out some of the same stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. And, and, and when we talk about the one thing that, uh, a lot of people don't really, um, uh, understand is with NFT and how to value, uh, is determined is, you know, based on a, the whole supply and demand model. You know, so is is really really subjective, and that value is based on you know those five key factors. And we talk about you know who owns an NFT. So if you own the same NFT that Steph Curry, because Steph Curry is in the market, you know where he um, owns some, uh, from my understanding, crypto punks and, and some other thing. Now that increases the value of the same NFT that you may be holding in your particular wallet. You know, so mm. uh, that that association and that's where the association kind of come in, like who else owns these particular NFTs that gives it value as well. OK, that's great. Yeah, I just wanted to wrap up. I just wanted to wrap up that part of the conversation just to just to uh, throw out two two key sources. Mm -hmm. OK. Uh, yeah, so uh, the first source is uh, CryptoSlam.io and CryptoSlam, all one okay. word, .io. Uh, that's a uh, aggregated um, uh, aggregated uh, marketing tool that's used to monitor the market. So it, it's it's a it's a quick it's a quick picture uh, way. It's a quick way for you to be able to see all the collections. Mm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, under under uh, their one roof. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, DAPRadar.io. How do you spell that? DAP D A P P Radar R A D A R, all one word. Dot io. Oh. DAPRadar dot io. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, well, that's great. And um, so this was, I mean, I know this was a, definitely a quick uh, crash course on how to get into the NFTs and, and, and um, cryptocurrency. And I know we didn't touch upon that as much, but it sounds like NFTs are really the way to go, or at least more, a little bit simpler uh, to, to understand. Uh, so is there any, so, Couple more questions. Is there a particular program or something uh, that, if someone really wants to know the basics and get into, is there a special person or program that you follow that someone could really just to get the knowledge? Yeah. So for me, I, I've been really leveraging a lot of uh, social groups. Uh, okay. Like, so social communities, uh, Twitter. Twitter has actually been a, a very good source and a good way of identifying a uh, a, uh, a a vibrant NFT community uh, and um, being able to begin to start following 
you know, certain influencers. Uh, you can go to YouTube, of course, and and you're gonna be able to get some news out of there. Okay. Um, I mentioned those two other sources um, as well. Um, it, 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 there's no one magic thing. It, it really ends up being like a combination of things. Okay. Um, and um, for myself, when when I whenever I'm, you know, whenever whenever I'm trying to make a a uh, purchase, uh, yeah, I, I really stick. I mean, I'm really, I really stick to my my rules. Okay. And and I only really, so they're just how you have different investors. You have some folks that like quick flips, and you have some folks that um, like to just stay in a project long term. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very confident in the technology, so I, I'm I'm really a long term investor. So I look at it from the standpoint, Keith, that um, my you know, within two to five years from the time that I bought this NFT, will the value rise or fall? And um, be, because the market is so uh, fresh and young, uh, you know, I'm, I'm holding or, or hodling as we call it, I'm holding all to, all of uh, my assets until, um, you know, the, the market um, uh, picks itself up. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, well, thank you for that, and that's has been fascinating. And I, you know, will definitely do. Hopefully, uh, the Black Men Speak listeners will do some more research on the on the NFT process, and then just because it sounds like you can really create um, an investment nest egg for yourself without idea. much regu not not regulation, but without much uh, money, and so. Correct that that's fantastic i mean i have baseball cards too so <laughs> old ones so right and you know with that industry not necessarily going belly up but didn't it's not doing as well maybe i need to get some nft baseball cards but well, okay. uh, well we'll definitely look in that so um i always like to leave um the show with um mm -hmm. with because it's not just about your knowledge which was great by the way it's just all about who you are and how you're feeling just as uh, as men, so I'd love to hear uh, right now. How are you feeling as kind of a as a black man? And I hate to say in America, but just in the world right now. Yeah, well, the way I feel right now, uh, personally, it's uh, it's one that's uh, very uh, reflective uh, at, at this point. Uh, I, I, I've I, I'm I'm in kind of that midpoint in my life right now where I'm not as seasoned, right, um, in, in some ways, but then, you know, I, this isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> um, I'm focusing now on uh, definitely uh, health, um, finances, and, uh, and really just making sure that I'm taking the right steps um, in terms of staying aligned with, you know, what, what I was putting in this world to do. So, um, I have full confidence that, um, that I, that I did everything in my power to ensure that my, my kid's future is, uh, secure and, uh, our family legacy and our, our name, uh, you know, stay strong, but 
but it 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 really is something, man. You know, it's back to school. Uh, you know, the more time you put into uh, understanding these sorts of uh, instruments, the the more long term you're setting um, you're setting yourself up, and you're gonna have the ability to, you know, hand these um, hand these skills down to uh, to your children and, and uh, you know friends and family. So so yeah, overall I'm I'm focused, starting to just focus more on health. You know, spring just came in, and you know I'm just doing my thing. Right. Uh, and I know uh, you we guys are sharing the mic. So, Nassi, I'd love to hear from you. Man, for me, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm enlightened. Uh, I feel that uh, from a health standpoint, you know, I'm, I'm in I'm in a state of peace. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for the, the sacrifices that, you know, we're making, you know, today uh, for the legacy that we're going to leave for tomorrow. Uh, that is, uh, you know, part of some of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm constantly working on, you know, just kind of setting goals and working towards those goals. Uh, but also, you know, setting up the dominoes for the, the young people to kind of follow behind because um, by day I'm an educator at night, I, I write comics and, you know, do this, these cool things with NFTs and, and uh, digital assets and everything else that, that ties into it. Um, but we're planning uh, the nexus or, of where we can educate more of the masses of our community, be able to learn more about this and, and enhance their financial uh, knowledge on, on these fields. Because once again, the entry point what in, uh, the the entry point for all of us is is minimal, and you know for for us to be able to do things and not um, have to worry about gatekeepers that 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 will deny us access, you know uh, where where the redlining will come in, or we have to wait for approval from some other entities, you know the knowledge and um, knowledge of self and um, information which is so so powerful for us to be able to do some of the great great things, and then also. Um, to be able to just tie all of this in um, back to, you know, the educational tool that we'll be able to give to the community for free uh, for the most part. And then uh, we actually have a festival. We actually have uh, uh, ways to be able to um, get more information uh, with regards to this. So if you, I, I, uh, <laughs> AR is actually giving me the uh, the number and I can't even see it. That, it's uh, so far away from me. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on, but I'm going to come back over here and give out the number. Um, so if you are excited about this information that we were able to give to you this um, this afternoon, this evening, this morning, depending on where you're tuning in from, um, we actually are able to give you more information with regards to this. This is really just like a crash course, uh, a dummy's guide for uh, NFTs, the blockchain, and, and understanding uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, but we are going to be constantly doing more of these type of things because we actually uh, have a space where we're going to be doing this type of stuff. You know, like uh, what what the f is what the what the f is NFTs and how do I get my project on it? You know, um, those type of things we we're going to be providing those type of resources to uh, the, to the community so they can be enlightened and actually go in because it's about exposure and because we're going to give them the exposure. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to take those opportunities, learn from them, and then be able to profit off of it uh, later on in the future. Oh, that's great. And I guess if someone was really interested in your 
your NFT projects, uh, yes. your, your, how would, how could they find it? Uh, well, you can find all of our information at uh, PBS Media Studios. So that's www.pbsmediastudios.com. And then also we have a, a dial-in number. So if you text NFT to the number 732-440-8206. Once again, NFT in the subject line to 732 440 8206, we can provide you with our master classes and everything else that we will be providing later on, you know, with regards to learning about NFTs, cryptocurrency, and the blockchain. Great, great. Thank you. Well, Nasid AR, I just want to thank you for being here today. And I really look forward to having you on again, maybe to delve a little bit more deeper into uh, this subject. So our oh, Black no, Men's thank, no, audience. No, thank you. Thank you for having us, man. This is an excellent opportunity for us to be able to educate the community on this space. Uh, like I said, um, knowledge is power. And because we have the knowledge, that means you can have the power as well. And being at, you know, uh, you know, that this is a free course right now. So, you know, uh, our AR talked about it earlier. YouTube University would be the 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 um, battlegrounds for this actual entry point to be able to learn more about this and, and just Google and, and everything else. And then once you uh, get the basics down, you know, uh, you can start getting excited about some of the projects that we mentioned and some of the other um, projects that's going to be mentioned. And I'm, I'm going to let AR jump in because he, he wants to say a quick thing as we wrap up. But okay. thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to share, uh, you know, our um, expertise because we are enthusiasts you know within this space great thank you thank you <laughs> when they start putting out certificates and everything else we can put a doctor next to our name and all the other stuff then we'll be the experts in the field awesome <laughs> yeah yeah brother keith I, yeah i just wanted to say thank you uh as well and uh we're here to be of service so we're definitely looking to hear uh from from people um 732-440-8206 and uh you uh, make sure to text that number i'm sorry so text text nft to 732-440-8206 and we'll be getting uh back in touch with you within the week uh as to next steps fantastic well brother ar mecca um <laughs> Thank you for being on today, and I'm I'm sure that your the knowledge that you gave us uh, will at least get some people interested uh, in how to get started, not only for themselves but for uh, their families as well. So okay. thank you, thank you. So once again, uh, folks, um, if you are um, anywhere interested in this uh, NFT process, hey, do your research. Um, is some of the things, some of the tips, do your research, uh, but also understand how you feel about money um, and give it money. Uh, don't just dive in because you heard it was hot on, on the, on the radio or a friend, you really want to um, be diligent and do your research. Here is the best time to do it. And, you know, even if you have a little bit of money, uh, 10, 15, $20, you know, it might, it might blow up. Um, and so, and in then the, in, in invest in something that you like. Don't just do it because of, of what you heard. Um, 
And so I just want to thank you. You can follow Black Men Speak podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast, Apple, Spotify, uh, Lipson. And uh, I really look forward to um, talking about this subject more because we really, if we want to change our communities, we need some money to do it and uplift our families. So thank you.